Welcome to the MJV Ministries podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a moment to subscribe so you can stay updated with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Number one key to obtaining, to receiving, to getting godly wisdom is fear the Lord. Fear the Lord, Sarah. Now, let me ask something. Is that a bad fear? Because when people hear, oh, fear, scary. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, take it away. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to turn to Carmela Vittelich is here. <laughs> you know, Michael? it's something when, asked, where's when, mom when someone, when here. they start asking, where's your mom at? See that? <laughs> Hey, she's also the president of our mailing department. She is. So she, if you ever got anything in the mail from us, you could just give her a shout out because that was all Carmela. She helped v. me write all those cards this year. She, bless her hands, Lord. She was going in on writing blessings to those cards and pray. We were praying over those packages. Let me tell you, it was good. Um, Proverbs 9.10 says... Instruct the wise, and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous, and they will learn even more. Fear the Lord is um, fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. So, in verse ten, fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. And what does that mean? That means honoring the Lord, yep. not being afraid of the Lord, but fearing the Lord means you have reverence yeah. oh, for the lord you have an honor you have this um respect yeah you have this where yes he is our uh heavenly father yes you know he jesus is our best friend like he sticks closer than a brother he's like a brother um but that you know that i still have that honor for him that's so good i still have that respect for him i still have that that reverence for him. So that's what one of the the first things is fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. It's the it's it's the foundation. It's the base level. It's where you build everything up. It's where you build your relationship with God. The the foundation is the most important um, part of a home. Because if you build a home on a bad foundation, yeah. it's gonna tilt. It's gonna bend. It's gonna crack. It's gonna break. It's gonna fall apart. So the Bible is clear when it says, you know, building your relationship on the fear of God make, keeps you on a firm foundation. So everything you add is, is secure. Amen. Everything you add to your relationship with Christ is secure. I can't think of the verse off the top of my head. Yeah. But I'm thinking of uh, in Job. Okay. Where if, we, if you know the story of Job where the Lord said, have you considered my my righteous servant Job? You know he has an honor for me, a respect for me. Yeah. And so even when Job was going through the thick of it, yeah. And his friends and even his wife, yeah. was like just curse God and die. Yeah. He said, "Shut your mouth." <laughs> Shut your mouth. Paraphrasing in Sarah's translation, he said, "No, I'm not doing that. I fear the Lord. I honor the Lord." And you know, said you're you're foolish for even saying that. And I just, I think that's like something that could be, you know, you could take a lesson from because even though, and, and then at the end of Job, because everyone wants to compare their life to Job. If you meet people off the streets, they want to compare, if they know anything of the word, they want to say, I'm, they, I'm like a Job. I actually. They coined the phrase, I'm going through a Job season. I actually, a couple of weeks back yeah. when I was in Dunkin' Donuts picking okay. up our coffee. Oh, yes. I was talking to the employee. And I actually led her to the Lord. And when I was asking her about, um, we were just talking. She's just opening up to me, telling me about, this was before Christmas. She's opening up to me and just telling me about her life. And yeah. she said, you know, I'm just going through my season of Job. I'm going through my season. I'm really, I'm really going what through it. And I was like, and I don't have, like, I'm not, you know, I'm here to encourage people. Mm. And so I'm not here to, to, discourage her even more amen, amen. so i just encouraged her i said well you know job was paid back double true most people don't job's yeah. season didn't even last a full year yeah, yeah. and he was paid back so good double so don't so don't you know if this has been going on for 20 years you're not in a season of job 
you're in disobedience. You're, you missed it. You know, you're not, you're not in, and people want to say, and then you hear that, that one scripture misquoted so much of, well, the Lord gives and takes away yeah. and people want to, you know, but you have to have this, this understanding of the Lord where your relationship with him and your, your, um, honor for him so is good. above all else. That's so good. It's above all else. And that's where the Lord comes in and and gives wisdom that's the the foundation like you're saying about building a house you have to have it on that reverence for the lord because if you just look at it like the lord's out to get me or the lord's just letting me go through it or the lord you know he's going to teach me a lesson through this like that's there's no respect in that absolutely not because you haven't even read the scriptures to respect the lord enough to know that's not how he works Isn't that like a typical believer like who just goes to church on a sunday they start something, but they don't finish it. Yeah. They start reading the book of Job and they see so much. They see so much well. stuff in it, well. but they don't finish the end where and and not even where twice it. as much was restored back and not even finish <laughs> it. But where God saw Job counting him as my my favorite go Job. Oh, I know Job. I know Job so well that he won't he won't curse me. I know Job. You know when you just know somebody, you know their character. When they call him you Job, know, you know yeah. you have, <laughs> you know you have a special one, a special case on right? your hands. You know, may may that be said for you, where yeah. where God sees your heart and knows you. No matter what He tells you to do, you finish it. You, I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna give up. I'm not gonna look <laughs> for something else to do. I'm gonna stay exactly where God told me to stay. Do and serve do exactly what God told me to do and serve, and that's gonna be it. And you will reap. I like what Andy said on YouTube. He says, uh, "I like what jo he, he says. He likes what Jonathan Shuttlesworth says about." Job, he was under the old covenant, a Windows 95 covenant. <laughs> that's good. Wow, that's powerful. A and, Windows 95 covenant. And let me tell you something. It's so, like, it's so funny how you'll meet people, especially when you're in the business of ministry. You'll just meet people. If you're in the business of soul winning, you'll just meet people who who don't have the the basics of these truths. Yeah. And they just pick everyone in the Bible who um, went through the ringer. And say like, oh, well, that's just you know, because birds of a feather flock together. But some people are attracted some people to misery. Want to look? Yeah. Well, brother, my my life story is just if you ever read the Book of Lamentations, let me tell you. Some people <laughs> want to have that lifestyle. Well, I must suffer for the gospel. Yeah. I must go through hardship. There's no easy road. No, I'm gonna. I'm going to struggle my whole entire life. My wife is going to disown me. My kids are going to hate me. When and then. I'm still going to suffer. When 95% of the time, you know what it comes from? Yeah. A lack of wisdom. A lack of wisdom. A lack of wisdom. A lack of wisdom. Financial hardship is a lot of times not even about the enemy messing with your finances. It's just a lack of wisdom. It's a lack of wisdom. Of godly wisdom. That's right. You know, people want to say, people, people want to say, oh, well, I can't, I can't do that. I can't tithe yeah. because of the way my income's set up right now, but they're, Partnered they, with Netflix. Yeah, they can go to TGI Fridays and blow a whole bunch of money. TGI Fridays. On, happy hour. On happy hour. <laughs> but, you know, but they use that, oh, but it's just not, you know, it's not wise yeah. for me right now. Oh, the, the best is, now, if you have heard any of these, let us know. The best is, I'll work up to the 10th. I can't tithe, <laughs> but I'll start at 3%, and I'll work up. Eventually, I'll get to the 10th. I and I, someone told me that I, I, I just, it, it's, you got to keep a straight face, yeah. but you also got to tell the per you got, you want to correct that and much. love. I'm going to tell you, you're absolutely wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely that's not wrong. How, that's not how that works. That's, that's godly wisdom. It's godly godly wisdom. wisdom shows that I'm willing to correct somebody. You know, the Bible talks about rebuking, um, exhorting and reproaching, teaching. Yeah. Correcting. You know, and it's the, it's actually, we'll talk about that another day, but it's actually the way you speak to people. There's different ways to speak to people. There's direct way. There's a soft, a gentle way, but you know, yeah. Godly wisdom. It's true. And godly wisdom. And I like, um, I like what you were saying a minute ago about how, or, or, our, uh, our key scriptures were, yeah. we're just likening it unto Job, but, um, the Bible says 
Lean not on your own understanding. That's right. Trust not in, in just man's understanding, but yeah. trust in the Lord with all your heart. And that's where that goes into is, is godly wisdom is trusting in the Lord. When something doesn't look uh, in the natural like a good decision. You were talking about that on the radio this yeah. morning. It might not look like in the, in the natural, a good, uh, investment, yeah. but you just feel so strong in your spirit. I need to do this. And, and you do it, you start it, you, you start that business, you start the, you do that and you make that investment, you call that person, you, um, you know, whatever the case is, that's godly wisdom because why it's, it's coming straight from the Lord. Proverbs 4, 7 says, getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whenever else you do, develop good judgment. So it's wise That's profound. to get That's profound. wisdom. It's wise to get wisdom. The New King James Version says, in everything you do, get wisdom. So even in mistakes you've made in life, learn from them. Learn from them. Maybe, maybe you're new uh, a new believer, you have received, you know, I'll use myself as an example because I think that's one of the best examples. You know, I've, I've experienced life with Christ and I've experienced life without Christ doing things my own way. Yeah. I've obtained wisdom. I know what life is like without God. I know what life is like without having God in my relationship. Number one, I know what God is like. I've experienced that. I've obtained wisdom. Yes, I went through something. I, I went through things God did not want me to go through. And understand that. When, when you don't have Christ as your number one focus, you go through life with your own strength, your own expectation, your own motives, your own power, and you try to figure out life on your own. You try to figure out life and, and how, why am I here? The who, what, where, and why. Yeah. All right? But then you would come to Christ. You will receive this wisdom. Everything you do, get wisdom. Now I know. I know how it is to serve God. I know the blessings that come from God. I know how he protects. I know how he loves. I know his DNA. I know his character. I know what his word says about him. Amen? But now I could tell somebody, because I have got godly wisdom. Godly wisdom tells me what it's like to be in the world. Godly wisdom tells me what it's like to be with God. I've obtained wisdom in my experience in life without serving God. And I'm telling you, it's way better to serve God. Yeah. Maybe you know somebody like that, that they, they, they've come to Christ, they stepped away from Christ. They've come to Christ. They, it's always like a yo-yo effect. The reason why they're in a yo-yo effect, because they don't realize the importance of serving God. They don't realize the importance of submitting. You keep making a yo-yo effect because you're not submitted to the house. You're not submitted to your pastor. You're not submitted to the word. You're not submitted to your relationship with Christ. So many times people want to have a relationship. They want to find a spouse they want to get married they want to do all these couple things but they're doing it with the wrong person stop it stop it stop looking for people you know in all the wrong places god will bring you the right person at the right time let him do the work to you so he could do the work through you that's good that's gonna help somebody in all things you do, get godly wisdom. I've experienced sin. I've experienced the consequence of sin. I've experienced the, 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 the pain, the bitterness, the heart. I've opened up my heart and had not protected. The Bible says in all things, protect your heart because out of it flows the issues of life. My heart was an open target. The enemy came in and hurt me. It's not God. Some people blame God for things. I didn't gain godly wisdom. You get, in all things, gain Godly wisdom. If you're just joining us, I want you to share this broadcast because as you share it, people will get help. Because we're talking about keys to obtaining godly wisdom. Number one thing you can do is fear the Lord because he loves you. Number two, number two, the second key, the second nugget, the second um, part to our message here um, is seeking God through prayer. Consistent prayer and seeking God's guidance leads to wisdom. And I love this scripture. If I believed in tattoos, I'd get it tattooed. <laughs> I'd get it tattooed on me, but I'm not going to tattoo myself. Uh, James 1.5, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously 
to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. I like uh, the NLT too. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. And that was our key scripture today yeah. for getting godly wisdom is yeah. James 1, 5. And it's something, and we see that in, uh, I was reading this in First Kings 3. We mm. see that with Solomon yeah, yeah. where Solomon had asked the Lord for wisdom because he was going to be made king and he says in which verse uh we'll start in nine and um first kings three starting in verse nine it says uh this is uh solomon praying to the lord it says he says give me an understanding heart so that i can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong know the difference For who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours and it says in verse 10, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. That's so so God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you asked for. I will give you a wise and uh, a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or ever will have. And I will give you what you did not ask for, riches and fame. No other king in the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. Wow. And if you follow me and obey my decrees and my commands as your father David did, I will give you a long life. So because he asked for wisdom. How many people could honestly say if God was to ask you for something, you could have whatever you want. How many people will say wisdom? That's true. It's true. And that's where we learn where if you have um, a wise uh, mentor, yeah, someone who's, who's, who you follow, your pastor, your, um, your fathers in the faith, whoever it is, your wise mentor, you ask them, you know, and that's what a lot of business people do. It's like people who are unwise ask for the quick fix. So if you had an opportunity to ask a billionaire for something and a lot of people who are unwise will say, I want a million dollars and, and get the million dollars. But the wise ones will say, I want to know how you made the million dollars because it's just along with that. And so it's that, it's that same principle of, uh, because that came from, uh, a godly principle where the Lord, he asked for wisdom and the Lord was so pleased. Yeah. That he, that he would ask for wisdom, that he said, I'm going to give you what you asked for, but I'm also going to give you what you didn't even ask for. That's so good. And it's like, and that comes from, too, the same heart that you have seeking the Lord. You know, during this time of prayer and fasting where you're crying out, Lord, do a work in me, do a work in my church, do a work in my pastors, do a work in my family. Uh, Lord, make me a, a bigger soul winner. You're asking for these things. And the Lord's going to give it to you, but you also have to understand he's the same God today. He'll also, he'll be so pleased with what you are, what, with how pure your heart is that he'll give you the things you didn't even ask for. That's so good. And that's why those things are added unto you. How many times have we seen that, you know, even in the scripture says, seek the kingdom of God above all else, live righteously. And I'll add you, I'll add onto you things you never even ask. I'll reward you. Yeah. I'll reward you because God's a rewarder. It's true. God, God. God wants to put things in your hand. It's true. And when you ask him for help, just like the book of John, James says, he won't say no. You can take that to the bank. You know, whatever decision that you have to make in 2024, whether it's a small decision or a large decision, involve God in it. Involve God. There's no, there's no such thing as a small request with God. There's just a request. That's right. There's just a prayer. There's a prayer request. Oh, I just want to ask you this. No, there's, there's, there's no small. I heard a great man of God, uh, David Lee Depo, he would, he would say, he said the same faith it takes God to believe for a million dollars is the same faith it takes God to believe for a dollar. The same faith you have to believe God you could say the same as think about the same thing. The same faith it takes God to believe for uh, a job is the same faith it will take. The uh, same faith it will take to ask God for a business. The same faith it uh, you ask. The same faith it takes God to 
do a new work in you. It's the same faith. You know what I'm saying? It's, true. it's the same. There's, it's the same request. Grant me today, Lord, godly wisdom so I could prosper. Grant me today, Lord, in 2024, godly wisdom. So I, it's the same request. It's true. It's the same request. Glory to God. It's true. Man, I'm, I'm feeling this fast. <laughs> I'm feeling this fast, but it's good. Glory to God. Um, point you number three. Yeah. Studying scripture. Five keys to obtaining godly wisdom. Number three, studying scriptures, reading the word. I love Reading this. the word of God. We were talking about this during our prayer, um, <clears throat> prayer plug. This morning was yep, it? Yeah. This morning. Um, Psalms 119. You got it. Psalms 119, 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That just says says it all. That's God it. won't lead you astray. God won't lead you backwards. God will lead you forward. You can write that in the comments. God will lead me forward. If you're following God, if you're doing what he says, listening to him in his word, seeking godly wisdom, he's not going to make you repeat the, the past. He's not going to make you repeat anything. He's going to keep you on a path straight and narrow so you can walk his way, so you can fulfill what he wants you to fulfill. That's the prayer of consecration. Not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Your will be done. And if it's your will, it's my will, and I'm going to ask you for help. I'm going to seek you. And what will he do? He, he'll, he'll tell you, your word is a lamp. He will put a lamp on your feet, and he will light up your path. Glory to God. That's you good. won't miss it in 2024. You won't go backwards. You won't regret. There will be no regrets. Following Christ is a guarantee for no regrets. I've never heard somebody that regretted serving God. Yeah. I've never heard somebody that I should have never accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say that. No. Because if you're a disciple of Christ, you're going you're gonna, to... You're going to walk righteously. You're going to fulfill things. It's true. What were we going to say? No, I was going to read because in, um, we were reading this this morning in Acts 17, starting in verse 11. Um, we'll start in verse 10. Yeah. It says, That very night the believers sent Paul and Silas to Berea. When they arrived there, they went to the Jewish synagogue, and the people of Berea were Wait. more... If you don't know where Tanzania is, where do you think beer is? <laughs> Kathy Haichu, Dr. Kathy Pastor Haichu. <laughs> and the people of Beria were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and they listened eagerly to Paul's message, and they searched the scripture day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. As a result, many... Jews believed, as did many of the prominent Greek women and men. And so I, three things that you could learn from this is yeah. that the we people of Beria were open-minded, they were listening eagerly, and they were studying daily. They were studying daily. And so part of getting wisdom is studying the scripture. Yeah. You can't, if, if, you know, it's like one of those things, like if you uh, were in high school and your teacher said pop quiz pop, pop quiz pop quiz i hated pop quiz yeah today we're doing a pop quiz and did you ever do that did your mom ever do that during homeschool no but i did do public school for a year yeah. and i uh, did have to experience what that was so like because you did public school for a year does that qualify you as like so moving <laughs> right along so basically studying out the scriptures because if you don't have the answers right if you don't have that scripture hidden yeah. in your heart that's which good. is why you're supposed to renew your mind daily in the That's word. Good. You're supposed to renew your mind. So when things come at you, you already have the answer. What did Jesus say? He said when he was tempted, when the enemy came to tempt him, he, he responded with the word. Yeah. And he said, man shall not live by bread alone. You know, he, he said, and, and, and what happened? All three times he, he responded with the word. Yeah. So what happens when you're faced with a challenge 
and you don't even have the word inside of you because you're not studying it. You don't you don't really like you don't really read the word to read the word. You just kind of open it on Sunday and yeah. and just, you know, you mean to go back during the week and highlight the scriptures your pastor gave. But you, you kind of just put it. You forgot your Bible in the car and, and mm. you don't want to run out there and get you know what I mean? Like yeah. you kind of have these excuses. Well, then when something happens and you don't have that foundation of the word in you. Then you then you fail the pop quiz. You fail. You fail the pop quiz. And yeah. I'm not saying God is quizzing people. Yeah. I'm not saying there's gonna be a quiz on this broadcast. But I'm saying you have to look at it that way of if the enemy were to try to to come at you with something, do you even have a scripture to stand on? If someone were to come and irritate you with something, do you have a scripture to stand on? Is your first instinct in you um, if you get a, a, a doctor's report that doesn't line up with the word of God, is your first instinct your, the scripture yeah. you, you're standing on? Mm, that's good. You know, it's one of those that's things good. where that's why you have to study that's the really word good. daily. And that's where that wisdom comes from. That really is good. Fag, you're in. No, that's really good. You know what else they were? They were teachable. You can't get wisdom if you're not teachable. What, who is teachable? Disciples. Yeah. Are you a disciple of Christ? Are you a teachable? Are you a teachable person? Are you teachable? Are you able to learn? That's true. Are you able to, to, to be corrected without getting offended? Uh, there's a word nobody likes, offended. I like what Andy said. He said we should all be studying as if there, were, there will be multiple pop quizzes a day. And it's true because that, you know, the enemy is far, if you're a child of God, the enemy is far below your feet. It's true. So I don't want to come off sounding like someone who's going to say every day you're going to face to face with the enemy and he's going to tempt you to, to battle and struggle. No, but, but, I think, it's, but you have to have, you do have to have. I think it's important <laughs> to say that because like, though you might not have a battle every single day, but there will the devil will never give you a clear run up the sideline. It's true. He will come against things. You know? It's true. Yeah, I, I'm coming up against my flesh. I'm fighting my flesh because my flesh wants to turn to food. My, my flesh, my wants flesh to, would order an extra large crispy cheese pizza right now. That's what you would do? You, my, you would do a pizza? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Pepe, Pepe's pizza. Pepe, Pepe pizza. Frank's pizza. Yeah, extra crispy on the bottom. Yeah. But... I'm not saying that's a challenge from the enemy. That's just my flesh. But I'm fighting that that's right. with scripture that's because right. I'm, man does not live by bread alone. No. What, I'm not going to be the Saul that's right. and sell my blessing Ooh. for some high-end Chuck E. Cheese looking pizza. Disgusting anyway. Pizza. You know it's, what I mean? It's gross. So that, and that's what, but that doesn't just, you know, that wasn't, the, I wasn't like that the very first time I ever fasted. No, it's true. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. I, that took me growing in the things of God to realize that yeah. when when we're on it, we're we're on it. If you're not good with your finances, how is God going to be faithful to give you more finances? If if you you know, and then you know, people will say, "Oh, I'm just addicted to shopping." No, you're just <laughs> you're just addicted to being stupid. Because you know, I love shopping. You could ask my wife. I. I have a, a nice amount of clothes, suits. I like, you know, having nice stuff. It's no lie. He was, right before we, I was counting down. He was looking at, on a website at, at new suits. So when I, I get an alert, suits are on sale. You know what? I love a new suit. And I'm also, <laughs> but I'm also a smart shopper, right? You don't need to, you don't need to, you know, God likes to bless his children. So like when I was in New York, I bought like a Jason Abood suit for like $35. <laughs> brand new. That's you some godly so wisdom that's, right there. You know? The Lord will, even when it comes to shopping, God will say, wait, wait till it gets on sale. You know, wait till it gets on. I'm telling you, if you, if you allow God into your life fully, he's got your best interest. He's got, he's, you know, you don't have to pay retail. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, God will put it, God will make a way for you to do things, travel the world and, and do amazing things for him. That's true. One of the things I love to do is to travel. We've been invited to so many places last year where it was a fun, tra it was it was a great travel year. Someone said, "How do you do it?" It's a grace by God. We lo I love to travel. Put me in a hotel every single week. Get me on the road. It's it's gonna be fine. 
And that's what you what you said is it is the grace. It's the grace because when we encounter people all all the time, but and, like, and know, they say, "How can you do that?" Yeah, and just because something's expensive doesn't mean it's not reachable. Just yeah. because something is expensive doesn't mean it's not reachable. It is reachable. It is reachable. I could ask God for nice things, cayenne clothing things. That's okay. You could have nice clothes. You could have name brand clothes. I'm teachable when it comes to finances. Be teachable when it comes to, to ministry. Be teachable when it comes to relationships. Be teachable when it comes to work. You can't run your mouth off to your boss and expect to get promoted. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Is that a word of knowledge? <laughs> that was specific, but it's true. You can't you can't expect money to fall on your lap. It doesn't work like that. There's God's a got a, a system. God's got order. You know, you can't spend all your money and say, oh, well, I'll, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll believe God. You know, it, there's, there's an order. The Bible says the fool spends all that he has. Get godly That's wisdom. True. Stop partnering and, and, and spending money out to eat all the time. And then stop eating your seed. That's what I want to say. That's what That's it is. good. Oh, I always want to give big. Well, then you'll never give big if you always want to give big. Give big. Give so big. Do something radical. Do something and I'm not even taking an offering for the ministry. It's just, it's just, you know, how badly do you want to do something? Do you want to live for the world? Do you want to live for God? It's not comp I used to think it was complicated. I used to think it was hard. I, I used to only think it was special people. Special people could operate and receive from God blessings and, and breakthroughs and, you know. But no, it's actually for the believer. This book is not just written for one person. It's, it's a book written to the believer. It's a book written to you, to me. If you take it, if you digest it, if you eat from it, any issue that you're having in life, you can find an answer in the Bible. It's true. So going back to being, being wise, are you teachable? It's true. And age has nothing necessarily to do with it. Let's go there. Go ahead. Let's hit there number five. Yeah. Point number four is leading into it is key, five keys to obtaining godly wisdom. Number four, humility and teachability. Humility and teach. Five keys to obtaining godly wisdom. Humility and teachability. Proverbs 11. I love this. Verse two says pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Humility. With humility comes um, wisdom. wisdom. That's, that's somebody that is teachable. You know, when I went to Bible school, and I grew up in a, a Christian house, you know, I remember my mom giving us Bibles and talking to us about God and, and stuff like that, asking questions. I grew up in church, and when I went to Bible school, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, Delete my mind. Delete That's good. No, I, everything I ever I learned exactly about you. I want to come to Bible school mm -hmm. as a fresh slate. I don't want to question you. I want to just receive it and believe it. And that's it. Doubt is a seed of fear. What did I write today? What did I tell you today about doubt? Let me look. It was really good. Good, you go read. In Luke eighteen, thirteen through fourteen, but we'll we'll start at verse we'll start at verse nine. This is the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. It says, Then Jesus told the story of some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Verse ten. Two men went into a temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I am not like these other people, cheaters and sinners and mm. adulterers. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice, which let me just say, someone prays like that. Says, I'm don't certainly not like, like, like her. Don't. Who, earrings are coming off. Yeah, don't be like the hypocrites that pray and babble. Say that again. 
said, I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at the distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, Oh God, focus here. Oh God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, return home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, yeah. and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Keys getting godly wisdom number four: be humble. Be humble. Be humble. Be, be teachable humble. and be humble. Don't don't look to man for your reward. That's it. Stay humble. Stay humble. Even like you know, and everything that we stay humble. Stay humble. That should be a shirt. Stay humble. <laughs> everything what, yeah. that that are like we do. And we were talking about this the other day is, um, watch that. Yeah. Is we always point the glory back to God. We always give God the glory. Yeah. We don't take credit for anything. And, and I say that humbly. I'm not even boasting in that because I'm telling you, like we have determined in our, we have determined in our hearts that we basically, we are nothing. We are nothing. We are absolutely nothing. We are running this ship by the grace of God because he gets all the glory. We're doing this broadcast by the grace of God. We're doing, I'm doing this broadcast by God's grace because, and, and it's not this, it's not even a false humility. No. Because like God has given us ideas. God has given us a way to operate our ministry in a spirit of excellence that we can't even take credit for. God, God tells us to do things that like we've never even thought about doing and, and God will put it on our heart to, uh, do, do things, launch things, um, help people, all of these things that we've just, that we, it wouldn't even be in our own strength, our own ideas, our own wisdom. It's, it's from the Lord. And so we understand that and we give God the glory all the time for it because without him, we wouldn't have a ministry. And so we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be together. But on the opposite end of that yeah. is someone who walks around and says, oh, I'm, you know, I'm uh, brother, uh, Pastor Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. was talking about it on Sunday. I'm a self-made man. Mm. You, you meet a business person. They say, I'm a self-made man or I'm a self-made business. I'm a, you know, people, people ask me, how did you do this? I just say the Holy Spirit. I even got to the point where I, I, I don't even tell people, like, I looked it up on YouTube or Google. I just say, the Holy Spirit told me to Google this. I don't, like, you know what I mean? And so it's it's one of those things you have to have that humility. What were you going to say? No, no. That's... And so that's something for every person on here. Wisdom. I, I think I think, like, fasting really humbles yourself. I think fasting really just humbles us because... I feel like even during a prayer, it's like the Lord will just remind us of everything he's taken us through. The Lord will just remind us of everything he's brought brought us through. It's true. You know, ministry and privately, you know, and, you know, as a married couple and stuff, it's, it's very, it's very humbling to know that I, I'm here not by my strength, but by the Lord's strength. You're where you are today by the strength of the Lord. The Lord saved you. The Lord the Lord protected you. The Lord blessed you. The Lord helped you. That's understand true. the source, you know, understand the source of everything. It's from God. We wouldn't be here. None of us. None of us wouldn't be here. Yeah. None of us wouldn't have our right minds. We think we even might have, but really... It's the Lord. It's the Lord. It is. God's been so faithful. And and don't, you know, why would anybody want to even take the credit for it? Because, you know, if you take credit for doing things, then everyone's going to ask you for help. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? 
Instead, ask God for help. God delights in helping his children. God delights in helping you. I mean, I love people. What do you think about? Where we were reading today about, it, it was a good point of in the, the um, was it Mark 11? Yeah, we were reading in Mark. My note was for today, um, while well, we were living at 11, I mean, Go ahead, my, my note was for today, doubt is a seed of corruption. Doubt That's it. is a seed of corruption. Anytime doubt touches anything, it corrupts it. Anytime doubt comes into the word, it corrupts the word. It twists the word. Who is the author of corruption? The devil. So mind your mind, and in everything you do, obtain godly wisdom. Don't allow doubt, <clears throat> excuse me, don't allow doubt to have a foothold in your mind, in your relationship, in your work. Faith is being sold out for the things of God. Faith is being sold out on God's word. He said it, that settles it. Done. If you're believing God to change you during this fast, don't say, oh, this fast isn't going to even work because you have entered, you have entered doubt. A double-minded person is unstable in all those ways and shall receive nothing. And I just want to, in Acts 12, we were reading this um, this morning because this is how serious it, it is. Yeah. When you were talking about the other day, don't touch the glory, don't touch the gold, don't touch the glory. Yeah. There's, there's two things you should not mess with, God's money and God's glory. And here in Acts 12, it's in um, verse 21, this is how serious the Lord takes it. It says, um, and an appointment with Herod was granted. When the day arrived, Herod put on his royal robe, sat on the throne, and made a speech to oh, them. Oh, yes, this is good. And people gave him a great ovation, shouting, It's the voice of a god, not of a man. Instantly, an angel of the Lord struck Herod with sickness because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving the glory to God. So he was consumed with worms and died. The end. Bye-bye, Herod. And people think, it's, and people think that's no big deal. You know, and something just similar happened on the news. Oh, yeah. When the, uh, that, what's his name? Was like, I'm uh, over my gonna, dead body. Yeah, they're going to attack is, the Jews. Is this Hamas yeah, God going to, yeah. No, I, and then oh, instant heart attack. Because what, what did God say? Don't touch the Jews. They're Don't. my people. God, there's a protection over the Jews. So you can't go to battle with God and expect to win because you'll lose. Let me tell you, don't touch the glory. Don't Hola, touch the glory. Estas? When people say, uh, when people when people praise you, just say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say, Not me. Praise say the Lord. it's it's the Lord's doing. It's this the is Lord's doing. That's, yeah. You know, and that's one Make thing. Make a practice of that's that. That's one thing I felt even when we went to Cuba, right? It's not me. I, you know, when people were huddled around us and, and wanted us to lay hands and pray, I'm not a miracle worker. I do no miracles. Jesus does all the miracles. If you're going to start a ministry, you start a ministry and you point everybody to Jesus. As a disciple, you point everybody to Jesus. It's all Jesus. It's all, it's all Jesus. Glory to God. And the number of Jesus. Glory to Dios. It's true. You shut a meeting down. Yeah because we were we were in that. cuba we were in cuba and we're i'm praying for people people getting touched people getting healed and then it's like a mosh pit formed it's true it was like it it was it like was intense it was like because you were laying hands on people yeah and people started crowding around in the the church um because I don't know if you had laid hands on everyone or you I just started. Hands. I just started going. And so they started moving chairs. Yeah. So people started to like form a crowd around you. Yeah. And and then you were laying hands on people. And it was powerful. Yeah. Like the anointing was there. And then people what, were getting healed. I felt the Lord tell me to stop. 
shut it down. Just imagine you're in a, a third world country. People are hungry for a touch from God. And people are getting healed. Blind eyes are opening. Lame hands, arms. People are getting touched. Miracles are happening. And then the Lord says to me, shut it down. I'm like, what? I, felt, I heard it again. Shut it down. Stop. I didn't understand at the moment. But then I gave the mic back to the pastor. And, you know, they don't have a green, ha- green room. Or, you just I, left the building. I just you left just the building. Left the tr- I, 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 left, I left the church. I walked outside, walked up the stairs to the pastor's house. And I felt the Lord say, they're worshiping you instead of me. They're worshiping you, not me. That's what the Lord said to me. Teach them how to receive sitting down. So what did I do? The next day, I sat everybody down. This is how you're going to receive. Uh, it's not me. It's not me. It's God. It's Jesus. And then people started receiving miracles. Yeah. You got to you gotta watch out, man, because it's easy to get a big head. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get prideful. Look what I've accomplished. Not us. Next point. Let us know if this is helping you. Let us know if this is uh, um, helping you. Blessing you. Blessing you. Tonight. <laughs> Last point. Last point, surround yourself with wise counsel. Proverbs 13, verse 20. Proverbs 13, verse 20. It says, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the company of fools will suffer harm. Mm. My mom wrote that down on a, like a little post-it and then uh my armoire is that what it's called the, the, the dresser the dresser mm-hmm. i have like shelves she put it where i'd see it I'd, my front as you open your, my drawer there it is you, you couldn't miss it mm-hmm. and because uh, she know I, she knew i wasn't acting right i was acting a fool yeah doing stupid things hanging out with stupid people listen nothing good happens past 10 unless you're in a holy ghost service Amen. Unless you're in church. Well. Well. But it's true. Who that, who you associate with. Yeah. Tell me the, tell me three of your closest friends. I'll tell you who you become. That's right. Show me your friends. Let me see let me see the last person, the last three people you texted. That's true. And let you me, know what? Let me see it. Show it to me, right? Take a screenshot. Is that that's one of the things I'll never I won't say I'll never understand. Maybe the Lord will help me understand one day. But that's one of the things I do not understand of people I'm, we meet or people we know who have trash friends, just trash friends, not saved, not serving the Lord, not going anywhere yeah. in life, not, you know, not, I, I'm not even going to say wicked, but just not, you know, just not good. Like, you know. And people stick, well, I've yeah. known them 20 years. Who cares? I've, I grew up, we went to kindergarten together. You'll know, you'll know hell for eternity. You listen, this is going to help somebody. If the person, the people, the atmosphere that you're hanging around in isn't building your relationship with Christ, stay away from it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's I don't not understand. wise. I don't understand. It's not. I don't understand. It's not. You're a fool. That's what the Bible says. And you know what? It's only going to hurt you. And then it's it's like a, a tumbling weed or, or a big snowfall effect. It just gets worse. It just gets worse. That's right. It just gets worse. That's right. Live right. Find good. You could have good godly friends. If you need a friend, my wife will be your friend. If you're a female. And if you're a male and need a friend, I'll be your friend. Right. And I'll help you find friends. Somebody wants to know, how do you find friends? Being nice. Loving. Having joy. Grumpy people have no friends. Why? Because they're not fun to hang around with. That's true. That's what I started comment telling people. When uh, people on social media who just post yeah. to, or like, you know, comment to, to be mean or, or whatever. Uh, insult. Yeah. 
I say, you must be so fun at gatherings. Yeah. <laughs> you must, it's crazy. You must have so much fun in it's, your day to day. It's actually... We are your friends, Tina. Thank you, Tina. I have a good friend. Tina flew herself yes. to Fort Worth, Texas to volunteer at our crusade last year. Yeah. And not was only that, that recruited is last year. Last year. Uh, well, 2022. Yeah. I forgot we were in 2024. She not only flew herself to Fort Worth, Texas, she recruited her, her sister. sister and came and volunteered both days. Tina's got some great testimonies of being faithful. Tina, I consider you a great friend. Yeah. We love you, Tina. We love you. I want to encourage you today in everything you do, get godly wisdom. For 2024, you need to get godly wisdom because things that happen on this earth, although it might affect you, it's not going to affect you because you're going to have godly wisdom. You're not going to be caught off guard. You're going to, you're going to be aware of things in the spirit. You're not going to be afraid when things happen, when tornadoes, famines, when you hear talks of all this stuff, the end times, you're not going to be afraid. You're going to have godly wisdom. You're going to know about the end times. You're going to know Jesus is coming back soon. You're going to know that, that everything is going to be fine. To, to, to leave this earth is to gain. It's true. We're not, hi, we're not hiding in a bunker. Yeah. Yeah, there's no fear that lives here. That's it. Amen. I want to give you an opportunity tonight to let us know what you're believing God for. I want you to send your prayer request in. We're believing God that whatever, whatever things you need done in 2024, that you're going to receive them. You're going to receive them. You're going to ask God. Some of you tonight, you're going to ask God for the very first things, for things you have just been thinking about. No, to ask means to speak out. You're going to ask God. You're going to, you're going to have some big things that you're believing God for this year. No more small things. No more mediocre things. No. And then you're going to get godly wisdom. You're going to do what the Bible says to do, and you're going to succeed. You're going to win. You're going to have victory. You're going to have favor on your life this year. Why? Because you're walking into wisdom. You're walking into wisdom. You're going to know exactly what to do, exactly what to say. doesn't matter. Nothing matters of this world. How they treat you, label you, nope. When God blesses you, everyone's going to take notice. And I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you and for you, my friend, no matter where you're watching. But before that, if you've never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've never called on the name of Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, tonight's your night. Tonight's your night. A Lord requires obedience. A Savior requires thanks. Tonight's your night to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The number one thing you could do to get godly wisdom is to accept Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior. My friend, Jesus loves you. He died for you. He's coming back again for you. There's nothing that you could ever do to, for him to get angry at you to say, no, I'm not going to help my child. And if you feel if you feel it, someone knocking in your heart you feel the lord touching you right now you know that you need to get right you know that you've been living a life of lies and deceit and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired tonight i want to pray for you tonight jesus comes into your house into your life and changes you from the inside out i want you to say this prayer with your heart and lips say dear lord jesus forgive me of all my sins wash me and cleanse me Jesus, set me free. I believe you are risen from the dead. I believe you are coming back again for me. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you love me. I give you access into my heart. Change me, rearrange me. Fill me with your spirit. Where I was weak, make me strong. I'm going to live for you, Jesus, all the rest of my days. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, I want to get something in your hands. I want to help you 
Why am I doing this twice a, twice a day? Because I'm bored? No, a, uh, I'm a minister of the gospel. I sow the word. I'm here to help. I too, my wife as well, we didn't at one point know the Lord. We, we had to humble ourselves and, and receive help. And that help is through Jesus. And I'm here as a person. My wife here as a person is to help you get from where you are to where God wants you to be. The promised land. The land flowing with milk and honey. Glory to God. Amen. And you could just send us, go on our website. We're not going to sell your information. We're not going to give it to anybody. We want to help you. I don't care if you don't live in Florida. You live in a different part of the world. I want to help you. We have translation technology. We're able to send Holy Ghost messages and teachings just like this to help you. I'm here to help you find a good Holy Ghost church. Amen? Amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time or the first time in a long time, we want to give a, a gift to you. Uh, you can go to mjvministries.com forward slash saved and just fill that out. Let us know where you're watching from. Um, and your address so we know where to mail it to if you're in the U.S. or Canada. Um, if you're not in the U.S. Or, or in Canada, then we'll have something else special for you. But I want to encourage you to do that um, just so we can connect with you. And, and you know, it, it helps to have people who are on your side. Yeah. So if you don't come from a family of ministers, if you don't have a home church, if you don't have Christian friends, it helps to have someone there. It's going to be in your corner. So that's what we want to do. So you can go to that website and get connected with us there. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. You know, I believe in God during these 21 days of prayer and fasting is to see miracles. Even on even online miracles. I want to pray for you watching right now. I want to pray that the power of God will just come on you and touch you. God will just, it just takes one touch, one moment where you turn off your mind and open up your heart and receive a miracle from the Lord. Maybe you've been dealing with things in your life. Maybe it's just a constant mind battle. Tonight you get free from that in the name of Jesus. Tonight the enemy loses his grip off of you and your family in Jesus' name. Tonight fear is eliminated from your life. Your destiny is changed because of the Lord tonight. You have an encounter with the Holy Ghost. You received that power. Anywhere the Holy Spirit went, there was always power. There was always a demonstration of power. We're living in the 21st century. I can imagine if Jesus was living right now and how he would just not even have to go anywhere. He would just broadcast himself and many people would get touched and healed and saved. We're living in that time right now and Jesus is alive and he's here to touch you wherever you may be right now. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet, I command every oppression to come off of you right now in the name of Jesus. Any stronghold to come off of you right now. Any open doors of witchcraft, I bind in the name of Jesus. Go now in Jesus' name. Go now, you foul spirit of deception. You spirit of deception in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Maybe there's a, a, a woman watching and I feel in my spirit that uh, you're believing God to receive a baby. You want to get pregnant. I pray in the name of Jesus that your wound opens in Jesus' name. And in 2024, you carry your child in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, you will be fruitful and multiply in Jesus' name. No fear. No fear in the name of Jesus. Maybe you're watching right now and the doctor's just been giving you bad news. That news leaves you in Jesus' name. There shall be no bad news in your home this year in the name of Jesus. But the power of the Holy Ghost comes upon you in Jesus' name. I forbid all fear to leave. Anxiety, go to in Jesus' name. Arthritis, go in Jesus' name. Begin to move your hands. You'll feel that arthritis leave you in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name, it's wise to listen to Holy Ghost ministers. It's wise to listen to the word. And as you do, you get stronger. By his stripes, we were made whole. I command you to be whole now in Jesus' name. I command you to be whole now in the, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You're not going to spend 2024 sick. You're not going to say, what happens if I go to the hospital? You're not going to the hospital. 
You're not going to visit the hospital. No. Stay in covenant with God and he's promised us protection. And you'll receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Someone's getting a new heart tonight. Amen. Someone's receiving a new heart. Creative miracles are happening. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You're not going to slow down this year. You're just going to pick up momentum and speed. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. If you received anything from the Lord, let us know. Share your testimonies. I want to give you an opportunity to sow a seed into the ministry. Uh, we're believing God for big things. We're believing God for, for uh, partners to stand with us. We're believing God for 25 people to sow a seed of $1,000. Or on that note, 25 people that will partner for at least $89 a month. Stand with us. $89 a month is $1,000. Maybe you say you can't partner, uh, sow a seed of $1,000, but you can pledge and partner uh, $89 a month. I want to thank you in advance. I want to thank you in advance. What you make happen for others, God makes happen for you. It's, it's, uh, it's biblical law. It's a biblical law. Hallelujah. Sow a seed. I've been asking people during these 21 days that you would sow a seed of faith, believing God. What are you going to put in the master's hands this year? What are you going to put in his hands? Maybe you've never sowed a seed of $100. Tonight's that night. Sow a seed of $100. Sow a seed of $500. Sow a seed of $25,000. Do what the Lord tells you to do, but put something in the ground for this year. Put something in the ground for this year. Maybe you want to sow property to the ministry. You could sow property to the ministry. Whatever the Lord's telling you to do. Someone say, that's not for me. Then that's not for you, but I'm talking to somebody. I've never mentioned that on the broadcast before. Do what the Lord tells you to do and watch. He'll bless you. But most importantly, you're partnering with our ministry that's feeding over 100 kids a day that's on two television networks that are preaching the word, getting people saved, educating people, helping people grow. That's called eternal fruit. That's right. That's the only thing you can take to heaven is souls. Amen. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for everyone that sows and partners. Lord, I thank you for the gift of faith, the gift of faith coming on your children for this year, that they'll do things, they'll receive things, they'll, they'll totally blow their expectation away this year. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to encourage you tomorrow morning, join us for 9 a.m. prayer. 9 a.m. prayer on our app. It's a totally free app. You can play it in the background. That's it. But uh, check it out. It's, it's great. Um, tomorrow night, same time, same studio, same place, same location, same two <laughs> people. Mike and Sarah. That's it. But we love you guys. Thanks always for joining us. Man, I just feel so peaceful right now. I just feel the peace of God. I could I could sleep, but not because I'm tired, just because it, there's, there's just like a, a sense of his peace. Mm -hmm. His peace. He says, peace, I leave you. If he leaves you something, it's your job to take it, receive it. Receive that peace tonight. Hallelujah. Receive that peace. You don't have to lift a finger. You, it's not your battle. You don't have to fight your enemies. Aren't you happy? You don't have to fight your, your enemies. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I don't fight my battles. It's the Lord's battle. That's it. It's the Lord's battle. And he, he, he's a better fighter than me. So on that note, we love you guys. Thanks for being a part of our nightly broadcast and from our studio. Do you have anything to say? Nope. From See our studio to your studio. <laughs> Everyone's getting studios. You get a studio. From our studio 
to your mobile device. We love you and God bless you. And never forget, Jesus <laughs> is Lord. I'm going to start coining that. I'm sure Kenneth Copeland won't mind. Good night, everybody. Love you. Thanks for listening to the MJV Ministries podcast. If you would like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and make a kingdom impact, consider becoming one of the thousand monthly partners we are believing for. To learn more, go to mjvministries.com slash partner.